Hear me roar like a fucking gigantobantosaurus, whatever the fucking, whatever the, whatever the latest nonsense dinosaur that they've pulled out of the fucking history of dinosaurs and decided, you know what the new dinosaur villain is? I'm just going to jump to the end. What the fuck was with the dinosaur wrestle pit? <laughs> okay, so we haven't even... Like, I'm just I, angry. What the, there was a, fo- a dinosaur wrestle pit, Gavin. Did, and you know what? How awesome do those words go together? Dinosaur, dinosaur wrestle, wrestle pit. pit. A dinosaur tag team takes down a dinosaur, and it was shit. He, but that's the that's the thing with shit. All of, the, all of the movies that end with a here's a cool dinosaur, right? Another cool dinosaur, but it's it's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about the Jurassic Park slash World franchises, because Jurassic World Dominion just came out. And very handily, less than an hour ago, Gary just saw Jurassic World Dominion. Gary, what did you think of Jurassic <laughs> World Dominion? So we, I know you've heard the cold open now, and normally we do a, a, a cold, I think I have a cold open where I, we talk about something stupid and it's funny. Gary didn't want to do that this week. <laughs> so angry about what I've just witnessed. That uh, where, where do we want to? Where do we want to? want to start with what didn't make sense? Because I can start with what didn't make sense before going into things that I absolutely despised. Or do we want to start with what I liked? Like finding the small slivers. I will in a shit storm. I'll start off with an easy question, like a softball. <laughs> Did you like the movie? Fucking absolutely not. Okay, good. Absolutely not. <laughs> now, when it comes to likes compared to dislikes. So, again, slivers, slivers. Little moments of life. Not even gold, not even silver. Slivers of, of copper, bronze, okay. and a tornado of piss. I mean, I couldn't name more than two things that I liked in the movie. I, I was going to say none. I, don't th- I can't remember. I've... <laughs> I, just, I just walked out of it, and I'm like, where are even the slivers? Where are even the good moments? Like... Uh, the actor who is in Archive 81, Archive, Archive 81, uh, the new Jeff Goldblum character. There's a new Jeff Goldblum character? Well, you know how they've introduced brand new, so there's a new Laura Dern, who is uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, yeah, there's a new uh, Sam Neill in, in uh, I guess he's Chris Pratt, yeah. and then Jeff Goldblum de facto ends up oh, being the new- Oh, the guy who's like, is he a bad guy? He's not Ramsey like, Ram- something, yeah. 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 Okay. He was, I liked his performance. I didn't like the character necessarily, but I well, thought, here, he, here's the, here's thought the, he was okay. Here's the big overarching problem is if you look at the original Jurassic Park, they give you Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum, and then you've also got like Sam Jackson, and you've got you got two kids. You got a, you got a supporting a good supporting cast yeah. with John Hammond, Sam Na- Jackson, yeah. uh, Nyman, and, uh, from Seinfeld, Richard Attenborough. Like you've got all these characters who have definable characteristics. It's like yes. you look at Sam Neill, he's just like. He doesn't like the kids. He doesn't like this idea, but he's going to come along. He's, you've got a lot of there, and she's kind of like, she's more forward thinking and excited about it. And then of course, and you've got Jeff Goldblum, who's the philosophical like, what the fuck are you doing? A bit of, a bit of comic relief, some comic foil relief. to Sam Neill. Richard Attenborough's just kind of blind. He's he's blinded by his own hubris. Then you cut to the Jurassic World movies. What is Chris Pratt's character? Uh, dinosaur wrangler. He puts his hand up, and, and I swear to God, if you put his hand up in front of one more fucking dinosaur, he puts his hand up in front of a dinosaur and goes, "Easy, girl." That's his character. It's also funny right at the end of the film that they've already they've already decided that they're recasting Chris Pratt's character with the new uh, that clone girl yeah. because there was the bit with 
right, we're going to triangulate and get the dinosaur calm down. Oh, we'll all put our hands up and then fan out. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what are you... Like, the thing is, in the first Jurassic World movie, Chris Pratt goes up against a pack of five raptors and he puts his hand up and he's like, back, 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 back. Yeah. He, can, he can dominate five fully grown raptors. It's cool. It's a cool bit in the first Jurassic World. And then in this one, a baby raptor needs three people to fucking deal with. A teeny tiny little it's, cute, adorable it's thing. Blue's little baby... Um, oh, fucking hell. And like the my biggest my biggest gripe in all of this my biggest fucking problem is Jurassic Park is is NASA's here. Sorry, I'm gonna look at I mean, you. You can't know I'm looking at NASA behind NASA. My Say biggest hi, problem NASA. in all of this <laughs> is in Jurassic Park the villain the villain is capitalism. But dinosaurs are scary. They are they and they are in the first film. The yeah. raptors are these genuine genuinely creepy horror movie esque. Yeah. Like you're seen in the shadows before they burst out and they scare the fuck out of the kids and it's awesome. They're yeah. terrifying. Like the introduction to the, the Velociraptor in the first one is just you don't see it. You yeah, just yeah. see the aftermath of what they can do. The T Rex. The introduction to the T Rex in the first one was that guy getting Legendary. sucked into the fucking like the the very first time you see any dinosaur in the first not even you see a dinosaur. The first death you get is that guy getting yanked in in, in the rain in the first opening five minutes yeah, of Jurassic Park. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. That is one of the coolest. It it it's genuinely horrifies to me. A move. Yeah. And then the T-Rex is just this fucking behemoth. Behemoth, yeah, this megalith of of of, of like power. And now I've like I've just come out of it. And I the T-Rex is tiny. He seems so insignificant in the grand scope because, of the films. And because they made him a hero, quote yeah. unquote, in Jurassic Park 2. You know, he he kind of ends up being the like was, he's a good guy. I guess not not in Jurassic Park 3 they, they're like oh we've got an even bigger dinosaur now we've got the Spinosaurus Spinosaurus so we take that and in Jurassic World it's just like they make him the hero dinosaur yeah, where like, like, it, the movie ends with him going like, he comes to fight the big and then the raptors and the T-Rex yeah, fight, fight the fucking uh, which is just what was that thing called the uh, oh fuck Indom in Indominus Rex. Rex and you know what not oh, messy I'm just on a fucking tirade at least the Indominus fucking stupid named Rex was a cool idea. At least... And the whole premise it of that film... an idea. Well, no, but like, at least the premise is there. At least the premise is like, oh, dinosaurs are boring, right? We get it. We've done three Jurassic Park films. And it was kind of this weird meta-commentary. We've done three Jurassic Park films and people yeah. have been getting more and more bored of Jurassic Parks because we because you can't trump the first film. <laughs> like, we get it. So, Jurassic World. Brand new dinosaur, the Indominus Rex. And it's terrifying. It's this mix of raptor and fucking T-Rex and this and that and the fucking next thing. And it's like... It's all, it's terrifying. It's this whole new, and it can go invisible, and it's savage, cool. And then like, like it's we're trying to make it interesting again. And then this one, it's like dinosaurs live in the real world, cool. So that's going to be a real impact in this whole film. And that's going to be what the film's about: people dealing with dinosaurs. I think I counted two people getting killed by dinosaurs in this film. Is it the way one's this a villain and one's a guy on a scooter who is surrounded by two T Rexes or something? They're like mini T Rexes. Yeah. But he's just like on a scooter, just the, looking at them, and then gets eaten. But it's the, not scary. Nothing the entire, scary. The, 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 sorry, Gavin. The jump fights in this film, the jump fights in this film are, are pretty much uh, kept to the raptors and then those weird turtle things in the sewer, whatever the fuck they oh, are. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Weird scene. But the, the jump fights are kept to the raptors, but this whole film, it kind of shows you that the raptors are the good guys. So why are you jump fighting me with like the snapping jaws of what you are telling me is the fucking... Like, I meant to care about? Because they have no idea what they're doing. Oh, it's a fucking shit show, man. The, what, there's no good. There's no good. Going back to the original question again, there's no good points in this film. It's just shit and shit and fucking awful shit. This, the plot's bad. 
I don't care about the fucking locusts. There, there is no plot. The, the plot is... Bugs? We need to get the girl back. And we need and bugs are eating all of the food or something. It's dumb. Dumb as hell. But the whole thing... The whole lead up to this movie before it came out <sighs> was... Oh, dinosaurs are now out there in the real world. Yeah. A T-Rex and a lion can now coexist. And then this movie goes... Cool. We don't know what to do with that idea, so we're just going to go back to a Jurassic Park. We're going to do Jurassic Park, Park again. Yeah, we're doing so, it again. We, we, then, I know we've done it seven, five times up yeah, to this point, but we're like, going to We've do got it another Jurassic Park in the mountains. You're like, all right, cool. So we're not doing the, the dinosaurs in the real world. Like, no, 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 we're not doing that. And then the movie ends with, they just learned to get on. You're like, wow, you made <laughs> no fucking effort. Well, no, it does. It's it even worse than that. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like the final moments of the film is like, oh, now the dinosaurs live uh, kind of coexisting with us. Cool. Uh, except the ones that are in the Jurassic Park, they're going to be left to their own devices. You remember at the end of Jurassic World, the first one, where they, they're living on the island comfortably? Yeah, it's that again. But now in a mountain. But now in a mountain. Also, like, oh, we're in a snowy mountain. All right, cool, a new setting. Snowy mountains, right, cool. Uh, we're in the valley. Oh, the valley's just a... Jungle. Just a jungle. <laughs> like every other fucking movie. Oh, man. It it's boggling. Because yeah, you have the scene in Malta, which is... Is that the... San- I thought it was Morocco. No, it's Malta. It's so switched off. Man. I, I was trying like, to the, yeah, remember the movie things. Is, the movie, like... I'm just out of it. The, the, yeah, you Like, what, 40 <laughs> minutes ago you were in that movie? I saw it like two weeks ago as of recording this with Audio Boy. But yeah. it's like, I went into it knowing what to expect. Because oh, yeah. With the first Jurassic World, it's one of, like, it was the worst movie I saw that year because, like everyone, I loved Jurassic Park as a kid. I even liked The Lost World. I can give Jurassic Park 3 a pass. Joe Johnson gave it a go. But Jurassic World was just insulting on levels that just like it just bordered on like, do you hate this franchise? And you want to like annoy me? So then I never saw the second one in yeah. the cinema because I was like, fuck this. So I watched it on Netflix at one point during the lockdown. Yeah. I went, holy fuck, this is bad. Not as bad as the first one, I feel. Because the second act of that film is a different film in a it's horror movie. It's stupid as fuck, but it's... It's dumb, but I'm... it's different. Instead of being in an island or something, it's like, we're in a mansion and here's a horror... Like, yeah, yeah, one, I, can, like, I can give you that's that. interesting. And then with this one, it's a mansion in a jungly area, though. It's true. Let's, let's not let's yes. not take the jungles out of Jurassic Park. <laughs> the dinosaurs will wander off into the jungle. <laughs> God forbid they're not in the fucking jungle. <laughs> and then with this one, like the whole like <gasps> Sam Neil, Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern are coming back. I'm like, oh, well, it's like the episode we Sam, did. Of- Sam Neil is. Has that is the most phoned in performance in a triple A movie that I have seen in years. Can you it, blame it, him though? Because <laughs> it's mental. Because this Jurassic World Dominion is two movies. It's the the, the new cast. You're Chris Pratt, you're Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard, trying to save the little girl, and they're going on this Jason Bourne like action adventure where they're like jumping across rooftops and having shootouts. And yeah. there's like. And it's just, and and that's another huge problem with the film is that it's you're right, like that that whole chunk of the film, which is just we're a new, we're a kind of bland, set in a sandy town, fighting on rooftops and shooting guns at each other. I don't need that. I have that. I have that a million times over. Yeah. I've got Jason Bourne. I've got watch fucking Jimmy Man with <laughs> with Will Smith and shit. Like, um, and, and the other thing is, is like they had the cast all lined up. They had Justice Smith and they had uh, the is it Nick from New Girl in the first one yeah, he was they, the they first had that one, yeah. like 
mini semblance of a cast that they were like, we're yeah. going to bring, you know, in the Jurassic World, the second one, what the fuck it was called? Fall? Fallen Kingdom. Like, they all kind of come back and then they're just gone in this one and Justice Smith explains, oh yeah, they all get yeah. picked up for various jobs. Anyway, I'm out. I'm not doing it. Yeah, he fucks off the CIA and then just like... So he's in it for the first five minutes. Like, it's just, if you can't hold down a, a continuous cast, you you clearly have a problem. Well, the pro- they've never had a, an idea of what to do. Colin Trevorrow came in because Steven Spielberg was like, oh, I liked his movies, Safety Not Guaranteed. I want to give him the reins to the, mm. the franchise this time. Colin Trevorrow is a dog shit director <laughs> and an even worse writer. He had no idea what to do, so he just did Jurassic Park again, but like you were saying, trying to make commentary of like capitalism, blah, blah. Yeah. And it, but here's a bigger dinosaur and it falls apart. The second one is... We're gonna do a horror film, but yeah. we need. How do we get the dinosaurs off the island? We'll fucking blow it up, and then we'll just <laughs> put them in a boat, chuck them in a mansion. This one, they're just like, let's do half a Jason Bourne movie and half a Bond movie from the sixties, and then try and blend that together. It's a weird spy. Yeah, it's kind of got weird spy vibes. Yeah, because you got Sam Neill and Laura Dern, but then also crowbar in the Jurassic Park yeah, and then theme. It, yeah, then you've got the dinosaurs and the morality and the capitalism and all this kind of stuff. And you're just like. Oh my god, this is a headache of just like so many ideas that don't work that collide with each other and just look like here's the thing I was talking to when I saw it with Audio Boy is the visual effects don't even look that good. And I'm like, how does a a movie like Jurassic Park, which came out in 1992, which kind of set off this whole CGI kind of like new experience, look better than a movie that came out in 2022 that has billions of dollars behind it in terms of like franchising money it's, and like the prosthetic dinosaurs when they do appear um you can tell they're prosthetics not because they, i mean they look very good actually but it's because they're so wooden they, they're badly they, puppeted they, yeah they don't have yeah they don't have like life to them it's just like it's like the little baby raptor pops up and goes burr, burr, and it like just straight yeah. faces it two different like ways an, an animatronic you would see at a, like a, Disney, yeah. a universal ride and then switches to this like fully fluid cgi thing and 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 i think even then it just is such a it just rips you out of the immersion because you're like wait what the fuck just happened to that little baby dinosaur puppet i also feel it's more example because colin trevorrow did the first one and now the third one don't let him don't let him near movies like that man needs to go like sell ice cream or something because he's not a filmmaker let me i've calmed down slightly let me think did i like anything uh like genuinely asking, did I like? So anything? let's work our way through the film. So we've got. I don't think I did. Did, did you? <laughs> I think obviously the Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard uh, side of the film with the the little clone girl, all of that is dog shit mm-hmm. because you have no characters, you have empty yeah, action, it, and you just have just big dumb like. Hey, and it's doing that thing where it's like, remember in the second film when uh, we introduced. The fact that John Hammond didn't just start Jurassic Park uh, from the original Jurassic Park. He actually had a silent partner that's never been mentioned up until the fifth movie. Because it's not even yeah. mentioned in the fourth brand new Jurassic World films. It's only mentioned in the sequel to the reboot. Oh, by the way, John Hammond had a secret partner. We've never spoke about him before. And also he uh, cloned a human. He had a daughter. She died, so he cloned her. And now... It's still the most mental thing from the second movie, where she's like, the dinosaurs are just like me, because they're clones too. And she does this kind of like, ah, and then she presses the button and releases the fucking dinosaurs into the world. And you're just like, what are you doing? So we've got that old thread of her like, oh, am I a human? or like, And she's going through the whole process of like, I'm not even a real person. I'm like a... A, a clone baby Her who fucking... is my mother what am oh I God. yeah and it's such a weird thread for that to follow in the end where she finally comes to terms with it not because she's like oh you know what 
I was made and I have a, 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 a surrogate parent who loves and cares for me. I now feel good about myself because I've seen that I was not just grown in a test tube, but I was grown in a belly. So I'm okay now. That's it. That's my that's my arc. Also, the person I was... I'm okay with having a surrogate parent because I've seen that I actually came out of a vagina rather than anything else. Yes, like I plopped out of a vagina, so I'm I'm more human than the dinosaurs because they just came out of like eggs. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what? It's it's, it's vagina. It, vagina. It's vagina. It's vagina. It's crazy. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah. So that that is you're right. So you got that whole part of the. Movie. So yeah. So what? Sorry. What I was saying with the point I brought that the reason I kind of went on that thread is because it's you, the reason I don't care about it is because I because it doesn't mean anything because you've just made it up in the last film yeah. you've, you've thrown a bunch of exposition at me and been like oh but you care right because it's tied to john hammond no i don't care i don't care because it's not tied to john hammond because you can't just fucking just dis- you can't just retcon massive fucking pieces of information that's, to make this mental narrative work what, it doesn't matter the whole jurassic world set of films have been which is if we tie this really dumb thing back to something in the original, people might let B- it slide. B.D. Wong was the original tie. They were like, oh, we've got B.D. Wong, yeah. so you care, right? Why would I care about B.D. Wong? He wasn't even that important in the first Jurassic <laughs> he was Park in film. in the movie for like 40 seconds. Oh, fuck, sorry. This was going to come into my like things that just didn't make sense. When B.D. Wong turns up at the fucking final act, at the final end of the final act of this film, and Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, and Sam Neill are like, I remember you. No, you fucking don't. Not a chance. You don't remember this random fucking scientist who's like, we grew the eggs, but all the dinosaurs are male, so yeah. they can't reproduce. And all the fucking original actors are like, in the, in the first film, I'm like, all right, nice one. John Hammond, can we go see the fucking dinosaurs? They give him no fucking ilk in the first film. So no bullshit. I'm calling crap on the fact that all three of them remember <laughs> fine if Sam Neill was like don't I know you like you know I, what I mean I could see like Laura Dern's character being like oh yeah. Laura Dern yeah Laura Dern would have been like sense. oh yeah like I had a wee chat with you you were like Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill definitely <laughs> his character didn't give a fuck about anyone yeah. and Jeff Goldblum was high off his face trying to shag Laura Dern <laughs> so he definitely didn't remember BD Wong so all these people yeah like you oh, Ah, now I'm getting annoyed. And I wasn't annoyed before. It's all these things of just like... I'm getting hot. Right <laughs> oh, Gary's taking his shirt off now. Gary, mask up your eyes. Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just... They do it earlier because the character who who's the big bad guy in yeah. this movie, the new Nyman, the new the new fat guy from Jurassic Park, who has the who goes through the same death process. Well, yeah, because what? he's the character from the original Jurassic Park who gives Newman the little canister thing. Oh, uh, so, I I was wondering why they brought yeah, that back so in. That's oh. who he is. He's the guy because he was trying to set that's up. Actually, him. That's that. Yeah, they've recast the actor because the actor from the first one did some non-sectivity. Yeah, so he disappeared, Oops. obviously. But the recast the actor to play that same character from the first Jurassic World. Right. So, it's so meant that's to be why the he's same got the canister, guy. and that's why he dies the way that I, uh, Nedry on, dies. By the end of the film, I genuinely, genuinely was not... I was waiting, and I was surprised this didn't happen, but I th- honestly thought he was going to look at those fan-neck dinosaurs and get, about to get spat on and go, not again. And I, was, I genuinely thought they were going to try and be like, it's him, he's lost weight, but it's Nyman from Seinfeld from the first Jurassic But what the fuck's the guy that... Huh? Dennis Nedry. Nedry. Yeah, I call him Nyman. Sorry, all I can think of is... thinking of Newman from Seinfeld? I could, yeah, N- Newman. Why do I call him Nyman? I don't know. I did this in the last time we talked about Jurassic Park. You do this every time we talk about anything, is you just make up a name and run <laughs> with it. And I just have Nyman. to try and work around Newman. It. Yeah, but Newman. Did you also notice that when they have the, the guy who's now works for the CIA and helps get them the information... Justice Smith's yeah, character. He sits next to a person who looks just like um, Dennis Nedry. Does it's it? really weird. They, just, they cast a person who just looks oh, like Oh, fuck that. yeah, actually. Yeah. He's like, I'm just like, what comes next? Oh, you know, fire, rain, apocalypse shit. Yeah, he yeah, makes that joke. 
I was like, why? Uh, right, we're, we're off track. Uh, where were we in the chronology the, the of the yeah, film? Like the whole of these we just films, keep getting angry about this. Yeah, they go off in tangents. This is the other movie podcast. Uh, right. So, yeah, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, clone kid. Don't care. They're on. They're on an action film. They're on. They're like, on an action in Jason film. Bob. Like, like, yeah, Jason Bob spy trying to like globe trotting from like Canada to Malta yep, to yep, then. Yep, yep, yep. The, then they find the lady who flies the plane. Yeah. So they. Get I liked her the, character. Was there a character? She flies a plane. She kind maybe a lesbian. I liked her. Wow. Okay. Well, like <laughs> that's your scrape at the bottom of the barrel at this. But point. I, got, I, I mean, she was just. I don't know. I just. I, I suppose it's because like a strong female character in anything who's like looks like she could bench press me. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, pff, I like yeah, that's just. I you. like this character. <laughs> like, mm, bring gonna, her back. I want to spend the night alone in the plane with her. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm <laughs> not. Gonna, I'm not going to deny it. But, but it's, uh, they get. They fly over the island. The plane gets... No, you're way at the end. We need to go through this. You've so, no, jumped ahead. I'm working through there. So they go from Malta... They go, all right, but wait. They, you've got to do the Malta part where they but, they, where they fight villains number two... Villains oh, number yeah. one and two. So if the main villain is uh, fake Newman... Like, um, oh, I was going to say uh, Tim Cook knockoff. Like, I was going to say Steve Jobs dinosaur But he looks wanker. like Tim Cook from, like, Apple. Yeah. So villain one is... Evil bounty hunter yeah. made very made very clear he's evil. Made very clear he's, he's evil. The first evil. time we see him, the they're standing there with their guns, and the camera zooms in on this one with stri- like scraggly hair. I was surprised he wasn't played by Walter Goggins. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> scraggly funny. hair. He looks dirty, and if that wasn't enough, that he's watching Chris Pratt ominously. The <laughs> the soundtrack swells to this. Does he also? Are you fucking kidding? Me? I think, and I I can't be sure about this because I think Audio Boy was talking about it. He has a tattoo of the original Jurassic Park logo on cheek, but it's got like a cross through it. I'm not 100% not. on this. I think, I don't know if this is the case, but if that is the case, that is the dumbest <laughs> thing that has ever happened in a movie ever. You're just giving him an eye patch. So, villain one. <laughs> an eye patch and a hook and he goes, <laughs> I'm going to get that girl. So, yeah, so Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard and, and the clone girl are fighting villain one. They go to Malta where you then meet villain two. Uh, Asian woman in white jumpsuit who controls these different raptory dinosaurs. They're the dinosaurs from the second Jurassic World, right? It's the same. Oh, you point the laser yeah, gun. You point the laser, and then they attack. They attack. So it's it's four of them. Uh, the joke of well, not the joke. The stupid fucking part of this though is she's like, oh, the new you know, press the laser, boop boop, and she tags four people. The dinosaurs kill them. She then chases uh, Bryce Dallas Howard into some random apartment in the fucking middle of yeah. Malta. And she's like, oh, you used the dinosaur thing on me. Well, I've got this. And points a laser at Bryce Dallas Howard. Again, nowhere near the original spot where the four dinosaurs were. Points a fucking laser at Bryce Dallas Howard. And a fucking raptor appears, just pops out of nowhere and it starts attacking. I'm like, wait. So the laser isn't just like you point the laser near the dinosaurs and they go, no, you point a laser and a dinosaur just spawns in. Yeah, just appears say, like, out of fucking nowhere. Its brain just goes, there's a laser somewhere. And then it just starts <laughs> running. Just like, um, And then, uh, same thing, actually, that happens again. Once evil Asian woman in a white jumpsuit gets uh, apprehended by another character brought in from the first Jurassic World film. Yeah, he was film in the first one. With, weirdly tied in. He was um, Owen. Oh, Owen is the name of Chris Pratt's character. Owen Grady. Um, so he, after he gets, she, he apprehends her and she manages to point another laser at Chris Pratt. Uh, two more dinosaurs spawn out of nowhere and chase Chris Pratt. He, cue motorcycle. Now, I, we'll get into that in a second. My huge gripe, and it was the same gripe I had with Jurassic World 2, is if you have the dexterity to point a laser at someone and press the trigger, which she does, one, two, three, four, Bryce Dallas Howard, then Chris Pratt on a motorcycle. Mm. 
She's got incredible aim. Seven seven targets she pinpoints with... There's give her a pistol. Give her a fucking gun with Give her a gun. <laughs> she would have done a better job. Because in the film, it's like, look how scary it is. The dinos are chasing Chris Pat. He does escape. So it, the film proves that it's the dumbest fucking weapon. Yes. If she had a gun, Chris Pratt would be dead. She would have gone, bang. He's off his bike. I shot him. <laughs> That's that problem over with. But anyway, the, the, the girl's going to continue to be sent to this lab now and they won't get saved. Oh, oh, and then the dinosaur fight pit. That's how villain one meets his end. He gets chomped in a dinosaur yeah, fight pit. Yeah, dinosaur fight pit, which is... This is the, the crappy death. Then they get... Then they do the whole... Um, Motorcycle chasing. Then they do Chris a Fast and Furious like motorbike yep. onto the back of the onto plane. Onto the plane. So this, this movie is trying to be Jason Bourne, James Bond, uh, Fast, Fast and, and Furious... furious there are going to be something else in there. Oh, there'll be some more. We'll get to them. Uh, so they get on the plane and then they fly off to big secret base. And that's when it becomes real James Bond spy. So yeah, then on the other hand, you have the original characters from the original movie who are just like, oh, Jeff Goldblum's in this place. And so, and, and their story's so boring. Like, they get they get, <laughs> but they get embroiled into the whole, like, clone, like, oh, we've got to help the clone go. And oh, actually, wait, we've stumbled into a much bigger conspiracy because their story is... Hi, Alan Grant, Sam Neill. I'm gonna. I'm Laura Dern. I'm. We need to go in and we need to expose them by getting a tiny piece of bug DNA. Yeah. And also, uh, Ian Malcolm's there, so we can go chat to him. But that, he, that's, and he's able to get us into the big secret. Base. But that's a whole plan, and I'm gonna blow the whistle by selling it to the New York Times because once they get wrapped up in fighting dinosaurs again, I was kind of like, wait, what are they doing again? And at the end, it reminds you, Laura Dern's like, I've got the DNA sample. I can sell this to my man at the Times. It's like, wait, that was your entire plot? That was your entire story? Get a DNA sample and sell it to a paper? For two and a half hours. For two and a half? What? They just, and they do, they just stumble into the rest of it. Yeah, because you've got, I mean, the introduction of these, what kind of bugs are they? Like locusts. So you got these big, massive locusts. You got these locusts that, that are like that was the scariest bit of the film. Yeah, when those locusts show up and like you have got the two wee kids Screaming. in the barn just scream. But don't worry, they had a spade and a bucket, so those locusts <laughs> didn't set a chance. But they're just like ah! And I was really hoping for a cut because Laura Dern shows up and I wanted it, like Another two wee body bags to just get rolled out <laughs> of the barn. But then her yeah, so her thing is like oh they're they're mass engineering these locusts to eat the crops that aren't made by them so they're creating a food shortage so people have to buy their food but the but the locusts are out of control and they've mutated so far that now biosyn are not uh the food shortage is going to go further than what they initially intended and will actually be the end, end of, the, of the world end of the human race um i'm glad you have seen it so recently so you can remember fresh. so many more because it's been two weeks for me and a lot of it's faded <laughs> uh nonsense point number 10 at this fucking point? I don't know, whatever counter on. Uh, BD Wong's plan to stop the locust swarms is he knows that the clone girl had her entire DNA changed by some kind of cell thing, and he's like, oh, using that technology, I can change an entire locust's swarm. Yeah. That's not how locust swarms work. A human body and a locust swarm are two different things. Yeah, very, because a locust swarm different. is made up of many single bugs yes. you change all the cells in one of those bugs the entire locust swarm will be unchanged yeah there'll be that's not one how locust that's different. one locust that is 100 percent different fucking swarm of 99.9 percent of a locust swarm that is the same as it was what was the before. one what was the one locust supposed to do like like inseminate its new dna oh, into the rest know, of them man. like and 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 if you like oh, you take it take that thread and just, let's go right to the fucking end so if you if you just if the science behind it is oh if I change this the, that one locust one hundred percent it will change the entire swarm, you're not making you're not changing the cells you you've created some kind of airborne 
toxin, yeah. I guess, pathogen. So, fuck knows. What, so, Jurassic World 7, Jurassic World 4, Jurassic Park 7, whatever the fucking numbering system we're going by, is just going to be like, all right, well, I released dinosaur DNA into the world, and now Dino we're fighting... DNA. Dino DNA. Now we're fighting lizard men. There I'm, I'm there for that, I though. I mean, that was originally... Like, original. Was- I, you know what? Just give me it at this point. Stop giving me boring shit. Give me the most <laughs> mad fucking film you could possibly get. I mean, BD Wong releases some kind of dinosaur pathogen to, I don't know, make more dinosaurs out of the thin air. Fuck it. Why, who cares? If you think at this it, point, write any point, old bollocks down. We've had six movies in this franchise, <sighs> and five of them have revolved around characters going to an island, getting into danger with dinosaurs, but then getting off the island. Yep. The only one that didn't was Fallen Kingdom, where it's like the island blew up, so we just went to a mansion. So at this point... But they're still trying to contain the dinosaurs in that yeah. one. So <laughs> at this point, just get BD Wong to meld a dinosaur and a human, and let's go off on that. F- and then, yeah, brand new world. And Jeff- Jurassic Jurassic Universe 1. Yeah. A brand new world. And have- BD Wong has fucked a dinosaur, and with his enhanced dino DNA sperm, he's created a swarm of dino children, and they are going to impregnate everyone and take over the world. And Chris Pratt and Bryce... No, fuck. We need new... Yeah, get, uh, they're not hot anymore. We need who's, someone... Yeah, who's we want, like, like the, Timothy Chalamet and... Timothy Chalamet and Karen Gillan? Yeah, get those two in. Oh, let's do they're it. The new, they're the new young hip. They're like. the new guys. And then and Jeff Goldblum will fight. come in the second movie to be like, ah, 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 you shouldn't have done that. That's morally wrong. Yeah, and Jeff Goldblum's in a wheelchair by this point. He's oh, yeah. old as shit. Oh. But he still fucks like a like a, he still like a dog. Like, there was like that weird joke. Sorry, you're at the end of Jurassic World again. That weird joke where he the the new Jeff Goldblum looks across at him and he's like, oh, what? oh, my button's undone, and he yeah. does a button up. Fuck off. But I also just fuck off. The best here's the stop. Stop throwing back to things that that's are. That's all they have to do. At I this know point. it's mad. It's mad. This whole movie is just like it's so sad. Hey, do you remember? Do you remember the characters from the first one? They're all back, and they're gonna say all the things you remember. Like they're gonna, gonna do it. They're gonna do all the co- like. Here's the thing that I love is apparently those three characters, since the first Jurassic Park, have never updated their uh, dress code because <laughs> Jeff Goldblum dresses exactly how he dresses in the leather, first Jurassic leather Park. Leather pants and a leather jacket, jacket with a black, black shirt. shirt. Exactly the same. Laura Dern is wearing kind of hippie-ish, maybe see her on a like spirit journey in a South African jungle, uh, still wearing that exact same getup. And Sam Neill, knock off Indiana Jones. Knock off Indiana yeah. Oh, why did they do an Indiana Jones they joke with the hat? hat thing. What was the point? Leave what the, was the hat. Point of that? I can't leave the hat. Oh, I need my hat. Grab ooh, the fucking Because you know that character being thing? famous for having his hat. I guess. Oh, why I know. Get a new hat, Sam Neil. You don't need to fucking lose your hand to this. Are you crazy? I also. Why but, is Sam Neil not terrified of dinosaurs anymore? Because remember in the first Jurassic Park, he's telling everyone raptors are fucking terrifying, right? They'll gut you like a fucking kipper with look at this claw. It's fucking crazy. And now he's just like, oh, dinosaurs are. Because then gonna grab my hat out of that. <sighs> don't worry about it. I'm not. Then you got like Jurassic Park three, where he's just like, I'm not fucking going back to the island. And then they're like, but we'll give you. A bunch of cash and goes cool let's go back to the island and i'm like that's all it took for that and in this one it's just lauder darren's like i need your help and he's like i'm not the guy for this it makes no sense that you're asking me you need like a special forces guy who's good at like but i trust you sam neil will you come with me i guess so because i because and because sam neil's fucking alan grant's entire character arc is i have been alone forever and i want <laughs> to bang Laura Dern's yeah. character, so I guess I'll come with you in the off chance that we you will have sex with me. He's an incel. He's yeah. a dinosaur-loving incel. 100%. They, it's mad. It's, I and hate. he's portrayed like a hero? Ness, 
It's fucking madness. I hate what they did to his character. We're like in the first one, he's just like he's a guy who loves dinosaurs and he loves the the study of the bones and he all. He was an archaeologist. He's an he archaeologist. Cool he guy. loves this stuff. And this one, it's just like I'm lonely and I want to get my hole. And like, oh, cool, great. Does he? Does he? At one point, he departs some dinosaur knowledge. But I swear to God, I've just heard of it. And I think this happened. I swear he's like, wait a minute, it's blah, 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 dinosaur. But it's the same dialogue I think Chris Pratt's just delivered to a different character a scene earlier. And I was like, why? What? <laughs> oh, and... <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the bit where they fight the Gigantonega Megasaurus, okay. whatever the fuck it's called. It's some... It's the new big T-Rex. And they they throw back to the scene where the two kids are, find, are hiding from the T Rex with the car. The car's upturned, and they yes. even do the the teeth through the the window. The yeah. window. And it's like I get what you're doing here, but then it pans out, and you see the full scene emerge. You can't have a cast of eight people pretending gonna... to be two very small scared children because it's fucking stupid and it's so comical looking and dumb as shit. Yeah, when. When the two groups finally come... To, I say finally as if I wanted it. When the two <laughs> groups, unfortunately, and inevitably come together, and they're all standing in a line in yep. front of the big dinosaur, you're just like, this looks nonsense. It's ridiculous. You've got eight adults just standing there going like, <laughs> oh, no. Nobody move. And then, the, oh, yeah, when they're both Oh, like, no, now run. <laughs> I remember that line from a previous one, nobody move, but we're all going to say it now. Sam Neill and Chris Pratt delivered it at the same time. It's Do you know amazing. what that made me think of? It made me think of that... And it, this, it should never make you think of this. No movie should ever make you think of this, but it made me think of the Paul Feig Ghostbusters movie where they, like, it's uh, Kate McKinnon and the the other... I can't remember. The Kristen other. Bell? No, the other one. Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy. It's those two, and they both, like, tried to deliver... Like that classic Ghostbusters oh, yeah, yeah, line, yeah, yeah. but they fuck it up. That's what it made my brain flash to. Yeah. And if I'm watching any movie and it makes me think of, of Paul Feig's 2016 Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters you've failed at filmmaking. The, the other reason it fucking absolutely sucks ass, that entire sequence. So they do the whole, <gasps> we're all terrified of the giant dinosaur, right? Cool. And then they do all the car stuff and eight of them are... Nash, you have to see this. Eight of them are don't. working don't. around... So, you know in the first Jurassic Park when the T-Rex is here and there's a car in the middle and the two kids are, like, working their way round at the same time and it's like, oh, it's super fucking tense. It's that scene with eight adults doing the exact same yes. thing. And they're... Th- the like- exact same thing. And, and it's played not... not Even comically, it's not, like, t- tongue-in-cheek. It's super fucking straight. It's trying to be scary. And it's just not... You can't have eight adults doing that. The it doesn't make any sense. The other sense. problem is the car's not long enough for all of them yeah, to hide. Yeah, so fucking four of them around the corner. <laughs> still it's super close still to the, the dinosaur. Still at the point where you see this... And the dinosaur can clearly just see Jeff Goldblum because he's just sticking out, just going like, well, this is awkward. Uh, don't see me. Like, the oh. movie needs you to not see me. So da-da-da-da. So that's... It's dumb as hell, right? And then they will have to get up into some control tower or something. I don't fucking know. Oh, it takes them so long. It takes them so long. Because there are eight of them. There's eight of them. There's a ladder. And they get up, and they eventually, all of them get up into this control tower, and they're like, oh, we made it. And Chris Pratt's like, well, that was scary, or some other fucking one-liner quip. Then the dinosaur bursts its head through the window, and it's like, ah! And you're like, all right, they're going to be scared of it. And then the movie's just like, you know what? They don't need to be scared of it anymore. There are eight of them, and they just all take fucking licks at this dinosaur head. They just fucking lay (laughs) Chris Pratt pulls out the tiniest little knife, and he's like, ah! And starts jabbing it with his fucking knife. They get like a wee taser thing and yeah, they put they it in taser the eye. It, and all of them are just like punching the dinosaur's nose. It's like, and why? Then after <sighs> a while, you're just like, 
I kind of feel bad for the dinosaur. You're just like, this is bullying. <laughs> Are you going to take it to lunch money next and just like fucking give it a <sighs> terrible nickname? So, so again, the film just doesn't know what it wants to do. It doesn't know if it wants the dinosaurs to be terrifying. It doesn't know if it wants the heroes to be the good guys, the, the humans. You know what I mean? It's it's just lost its its entire and because there's purpose. because there's so many of them, and they're trying to they're all like doubles of each other. Everyone has to have like a line, and yeah. it just you kind of sit there and go like, "This scene is now five minutes longer. It needs to be because everyone has all, to have a line." They're all getting their bids in. When you know what I was saying at the beginning, like, "Oh," and then they match up, and you're like, "Oh, do they all match up?" They they then send the, all the characters off in their mute, like their pairings. Yeah, you get so it. Sam Neil, Chris Pratt, and the new Chris, the clone girl, all go and do an Alan Grant. They all go thing. hold their hand up. Thing. Laura Dern and Bryce Hallis go and do uh, a, a the. Get- they turn the power back turn on. Turn the power back on. But the, the fact year. that they send... And then new Ramsey... I need to know that actor's name because I actually really liked him in Archive 81. Uh, and Jeff Goldblum are off doing... What the fuck do they even do at that point? They stay in the Oh, they're the map room. guy. They're the guy yeah, in the chair. They're, they're the, the ones... And Jeff Goldblum's like giving bad directions and he's given like... Because he did the map thing in the first Jurassic... Remember remember the first Jurassic Park when all those characters did those things? Yeah. Do you want to watch them do it again <laughs> but worse? With, Why not? In Jurassic people? World Dominion. In theatres now. Oh, it's just bad. Like it's why? So I mean, the best thing to come from that scene is Jeff Goldblum delivers a line: "Jurassic World wasn't uh, wasn't for me." And he just shits <laughs> in the first Jurassic World movie because, like, when I saw it with Audio Boy, we were just sitting there crying with laughter when he he just went Jurassic World. Nah, didn't like it. Didn't like, like it. Not good. You're right, Jeff Goldblum. Let me think. Uh, While you're looking up that guy's name, let me think. Mamad- Mamadou Athi. Mamadou Athi. He's good. I liked his performance. Uh, but again, just the next Jeff Gold, next the next Ian Malcolm. Here's if they do another Jurassic Park, we're going to have. The, uh, God, please no. I just gonna. They're gonna fucking because oh, yeah. it's made so much money. I saw Lightyear last night. Very slight aside, it's fine. It's it's a kids film. It feels like a kids film. And from Disney Pixar, I was a bit disappointed because it feels. I have no interest on watching that again. Like, I watched Turning Red over like on Disney Plus. Okay, I yeah. really liked it. I thought it was like a lot to love. Uh, and Pixar films, Soul, Inside Out, they're these staples. Where anytime I fancy having like an emotional bit of catharsis, I'm like, I'll get a Pixar film on because I know I'm in for a it's treat. It's gonna give you. A <laughs> Light is fine. It it feels like Interstellar for kids. Um, I just uh, when the which, trailer, is, which is crazy, <laughs> but it's that's the whole. Film. When the trailer came out, I was just like, I don't see a reason well, for this. And, and you know what the thing is? You remember the first trailer with um Ziggy Stardust? Like, there's a star yeah. man, and then like fucking echoed out. I liked that first. I thought that first trailer oozed style, and I was like, you know what? Something atmospheric. It, yeah, I was like, if the whole film's gonna kind of like it's about Buzz Lightyear, but it's doing it's like very. Uh, Personalized. I'm down for it. It's not. It's not that at all. It, it, it feels more like a Disney Studios film. It's just like an ensemble. Like, hey, we're going on this big adventure. Did you watch Raya and the Last Dragon? No. Uh, okay. Uh, if anyone animated, don't really do it. I know. If anyone's a Disney fan, this feels like Raya and the Last Dragon. It just feels like it. It, it rips through at crazy speed. Like next thing, next thing, next thing to get to the next bit, the next MacGuffin, and then it just finishes. And yeah, it's, it's genuinely interstellar for kids. It, it feels like. The the big bad guy Zerg the Zerg oh, yeah. um, is Buzz Lightyear from a different timeline come back to prevent the Buzz Lightyear that we are with from not having the life that old Buzz Lightyear wants to have. This yeah, seems like a lot for kids. It's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> is Chris Evans because obviously he's it's not Tim good. Allen. He's pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, so it it starts with an opening thread as well of um in 1995 Andy went to see a movie about a spaceman. This is that movie. Uh, so finally answering what why? it is yeah. in the Toy Story universe. This is a movie. This is a movie. Toy Story. Which then they were like, and and the Buzz Lightyear toy isn't based off of the film, from what 
directors and producers have talked about, that film did well enough in the Toy Story universe to then spawn off like kids' cart, like Saturday morning kids' okay, cartoon, like so a la real Ghostbusters. So the, the toy one is, is a toy from the, the cartoon. Cartoon. Okay, I kind of like that. It's pretty because cool. like when we first talked about it, I was like, I want Lightyear to end with him crash landing on Earth and becoming a toy. <laughs> but I knew they were never going to do that, so because they're cowards, Disney. Yeah. So <laughs> Disney, we know you listen. <laughs> but then another another example of a movie that does too much and goes too fast and just never slows down, and then you just get a headache, and then you really want it to be over. Is Jurassic World Dominion? <laughs> and then the movie ends, like the characters have all come together, they do their last thing, and then the uh, last thing is. Well, in fact, no, something I was going to ask you actually. Sorry, it was because I had to go for a piss at one point, uh-huh. and I did. You see Bryce Dallas Howard's uh, hiding from the knife-handed bird dinosaur. Yes, I did see that. So and that, so that sequence. Actually, you know what? There you go. There's, here's my single slither. Actually, I found <laughs> here's it. Here's the thing that Gary liked. Bryce Dallas Settle Howard. In. They they finally remembered what makes a good Jurassic Park sequence, which is humans being terrified of dinosaurs. Bryce Dallas Howard gets chased by I don't know what the fuck the dinosaur is, but this knife-handed Freddy Krueger-esque bird, bird dinosaur, a turkey that's like <laughs> the size of a. A double-decker bus, but it has knives for hands. It's Edward Scissorhands turkey bird. It's mental. It's crazy. It's the weirdest looking fucking thing. I don't know if it's a real dinosaur. I don't know if I don't know if there was some dinosaur freak in the entire world who was sitting there and was like, holy shit, it's the Mega Gogaloggaboff. It's my favorite dinosaur, and it's finally in Jurassic World Dominion. My life is complete. I don't know. And if you're out there and you're listening to this, good on you, pal. Well, I'm glad you were happy apparently with Apparently, the dinosaur person they had working this movie to like give them dinosaurs to put in it was from Glasgow. So, oh, yeah. so maybe he was just off his head on smack and Bucky and <laughs> making <laughs> shit up. He's just got a bag of gear. Hey, like, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, pal, what you doing? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> what you doing, your son? <laughs> What's uh, with a knife bird dinosaur thing? <laughs> Bryce Ellis Howard gets chased by that uh, dinosaur and does the whole like just creeping away from it. And I liked it because I, was the dinosaur blind? Because it shows you its white eye. It might have been blind in one eye. Anyway, it's sniffing her out. And to get out of it, she goes underwater into this kind of murky, gross puddle. And it, like, it's a really good scene, It's actually. a good shot. Like, now like, that I'm thinking like about it, it's a that, pretty good scene. But the problem is, the lead-up to that scene is so dumb. Oh, yeah. It's, where it's just like, they're on the plane, the plane's coming down. They're on the plane, the plane's a piece of shit. Uh, the pilot's like, oh, we need to reject, but only that seat ejects, and I only have one parachute. And Chris Pratt's like, why? And she's like, well, because I never have passengers. And he's like, all right, well, Bryce Dallas out. And to the pilot, is like, you're okay with her? Actually, does he even check? I don't think he does. He's just like, well, you're going to be safe, and pulls the fucking inject. And the pilot, I don't think it shows you this, but I assume the pilot was like, what the fuck, man? This is my, <laughs> that was my fucking ejector seat, you dick. I assume. I don't but know. I like that when Chris Pratt explains it to her, he's like, right, so you're going to get ejected out because you need to go save her because one of us has to survive. And then it just cuts to Bryce Dallas Howard and she just, not matching the tone of the scene at all, just goes, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he just pulls the lever and she goes. And I'm just like, what? And then it's got this uh, really bad shot of her, like, she's clearly on a soundstage, but it's, uh, like, it's her in the... Uh, just going, uh, 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 it just looks so bad. It's it's one of those moments that you can tell they thought, like, oh, and then she pulled, like, the, the, the parachute will come out and then pterodactyls will shred the, the parachute and someone was like, yeah, that's fucking cool. And on paper, sounds really fucking cool. And then you watch it play out and you're like, nah, it's dumb. It looks stupid. And it, the, reason, the only reason it's dumb is because then she's like, oh, my parachute. Pops the second parachute. Yep, everything's fine. So I was like, why why go through the rigmarole of it all? Anyway, but, but then, that's then the, the dinosaur's over the fucking water, screams at the water, and it goes that half under, half yeah. above, and she's there just like, fuck! It's a decent it's shot. It's a decent shot. Which is not a thing you can say much about Jurassic World yeah, Dominion. Because 
we I'd said this to you before. The reason I think Fallen Kingdoms at least better than the other two is with the director J. A. Buona, he had a really good visual eye. Mm. So when you look at that movie, there's some really great shots in it. Yeah. There's some really like stuff with dinosaurs that is cool to look at. The first one and the third one are just plain washed out static shots of just like Here's a dinosaur. Here's some scenery. Here's your character standing well, in a line like fucking morons. I, just like again, because I don't mind the first one as much as you hate it. Uh, the first one, the problem that the first Jurassic World has is that it, it forgets what people want to see, which is dinosaurs. So it rips the me. magic out of it. So, and I said this to Caboose when we came out of the cinema just there. The first Jurassic Park, the first time you hear the. It's when you big see doors and like big doors and then dinosaurs, big, yeah. and it's kind of like you're from the the humans' point of view, and it's like dinosaurs are awesome. Look, they're here; they do move in herds. It's nice. Jurassic World loses that because the first time you hear the big swell of music, the kid runs out, and it blows past the kid, and it just shows you like a theme park, a theme park, and it's like da da da, and it's like I don't care about don't the theme park. The whole point is they don't care about the theme park. It's about the majesty and the, the magic dinosaur, of fucking you know? dinosaurs. Nature. Uh, this film loses it even more. Every time you hear the Jurassic Park doo doo doo, is when the humans have done something to like applaud themselves. It, it becomes victory music. Yeah, it's like, hey, here's Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill. Doo doo doo. It's like, yeah. no, it's not the point of the fucking music it's John like- Williams made. You idiot. <laughs> Did you like here? Uh. Here is what like when Colin Trevorrow took over Jurassic World. I, of course, being a massive Jurassic Park fan, I was like, I read and watched everything to see what was being said yeah. and lead up to the movie. And Colin Trevorrow was like, I'm just like all of you. When I was a kid, Jurassic Park was so influential. I loved it. All these moments. Spielberg created the most magical experience. Yeah, then yeah, I yeah. saw Jurassic World and I found out that Colin Trevorrow is a liar because he <laughs> never saw the original Jurassic Park movies. I'm convinced he's never watched them because if he had, that's not what he would have made because like, he just just fails at every point to understand the point of what Spielberg, John Crichton, and those creators of those movies and stories were trying to do. Where this one, he's just like, hey, capitalism and theme parks and just like dinosaurs doing... Cre- Here's a bigger dinosaur. Big Look, one. the big dinosaur visible. fighting the other big dinosaur. Do you like that? Look, they're fighting. Ah, the like- other... I found the other bit. I said I had two things, I think, as a joke at the beginning. But I think I've just found my other one. What I, the other bit I actually really liked is uh, the intro. What so that, that fake news, the, the fake document, uh, like documentary about oh, okay, yeah. tw- 30 years ago, Jurassic Park uh, had to close down due to the tragic accident that happened. And then 20 years later, they created Jurassic World and it shows you a bit of news footage and it's like closed since 2015 due to the accident, whatever. Um, I liked all that. And like the, Megalod- the Megalodon coming out and like ruining that uh, fishing, fishing boat, boat and then yeah. it cuts to a news article. And I was kind of like, if this is the whole film, I don't think it's going to be. I got my hopes up for the previous one. But if this is the whole film where it's kind of... Doesn't need to stick in the mo- the documentary format, but just exploring how the world is yeah, dealing with the effect of dinosaurs in the real, in the world. real world. I'm kind of down for it, and then it loses it because there's like there was a else. short the, that, that very short documentary that that opening three minute yeah five minute crawl. Yeah, I I dug it. I, I was like, this I is good. Very much feel like that was added in like later on in post oh yeah because like, the cgi in that bit it, however although i liked it the cgi in that bit was fucking bad although, <laughs> there's the bit where the dinosaur's like pecking at a thing as a train goes by in the background and it looks like the dinosaur the dinosaur i'm sure had like a black shadow around it where you can see they've placed it in and just not fucking it looked like it. something you would see yeah, like probably. a ps2 game or something yeah it looked real crap but i guess if they didn't have that the movie starts with just bryce dallas howard trying to free some some dinosaurs <sighs> what was that bit because this is the problem with Bryce Dallas Howard's character. Because this is what I was talking about a long time ago about the lack Trying of character. Trying to absolve her sins. We have been on a 
fucking we've had no direction whatsoever we've just had <laughs> the tried. ground running i but tried like, bryce Dallas howard's character since the first one has always been trying to redeem herself for what she did in the first one and in this, so the second movie is and her biggest to, crime in the first one let's not forget is ignoring her aunts to her nephews Family matters, Gav. Oh, okay. I just thought it was running in high heels thing. Because everyone goes fucking mental over that, <laughs> even though it's the most insignificant thing ever. But okay. It's such a weird... Yeah, it's such a weird... But she ran in heels. That's so, She outran a T-Rex. It's like, yeah, well, not annoyed about the fact that the T-Rex is there. Like, it's just like, the, the bigger leap in logic that they've created an I actual I can't believe T-Rex. they made a woman run in high heels. There's a dinosaur behind them, people. A dinosaur. Lo- no? Okay, cool. We'll just... We'll you, just don't, you, don't, you don't want to pick the thread of... There's a dinosaur that can go invisible, <laughs> has human level intelligence. You oh, don't want to worry I mean, about I that. I forgot stuff. the dinosaur could cloak. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Wild. Also, that scene from the first Jurassic World, I think it's the most like horrendous scene for all of these movies, is where the babysitter woman just gets brutally mauled. Oh, she gets grabbed by the fucking. Tortured and then killed. Yeah. For no reason whatsoever. She gets eaten, does she get eaten by the megalodon or is it a pterodactyl? Yeah, so it's like the pterodactyls attack her, pick her up, drop her, drop her, peck her a bit attack her and then try to pick her up again but then the megalodon comes out of the water consuming her and the pterodactyl and the camera just gleefully sits there and just goes look and you're like she didn't do anything she did nothing wrong she was just trying to look after some kids and like i know that in jurassic park the lawyer that's there gets killed yeah and it's kind of funny but at least he's like a snivelly little rat she's an annoying teen but she's just that's that's her crime. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like she's on her phone a bit. Also, like with <laughs> with the lawyer, it's I like. Oh, now that I'm thinking about it. I said it earlier. The crimes of the so again, the two people that die in this latest film, one's a villain. That's fine, and the other guy, his crime is riding a scooter. <laughs> Don't do that. How you dare you, dweebs. idiot! Malta riding a scooter. <laughs> well, let's not forget the the other guy that has the long stringy hair and the leather jacket. He gets eaten in the wrestling dinosaur pit thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's he's villain number one though. Villain number one dies, and then and then, then the second death is Scooter guy. Third death is Steve Jobs, Tim Coons guy. Yeah. And then I can't. I genu- I, th- I said today. I think that's. I think that's all the deaths. That's all the dinosaur deaths you see in the entire film. It's the only one that I can think. You of, see yeah. dinosaurs attacking people, but you don't get the sense that they've been like actually killed. Because hmm. there's the laser scene. But she points the and the dinosaurs come out and they're like ah that oh I'm sorry man again just jumping about like a fucking jackrabbit the scene with the laser pointers she's like boop 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 and the dinosaurs will come out and the four guys with guns are just standing there like <sighs> yes. it's like there are four of you and four dinosaurs your trained specialists shoot them in the fucking head someone do something that isn't don't just stand there and wait for the dinosaurs to pounce what? this this movie again is just, it's just like. Hey, we've got dinosaurs and we need to do something with them. It's like, but why? It's like, because it's Jurassic World. It's like, well, clearly we don't have any ideas for what to do with dinosaurs. So maybe we just shouldn't bother. Oh, maybe we yeah. should have just made another Jason Bourne movie because that's what this wanted to be. There can't it's be like, another one in the... Is there? There can't be. There can't be another one in the, on the slate, surely. I mean, if there is, it has to be... A fresh team from top to bottom. Get rid of what would you want to see? So, and if it follows the Jurassic Park story, they have locked in canon official dinosaurs are now just kicking about Earth. So, that has to be the next. So, what would you do if you were making Jurassic Park? What would you one? What would you call it? Jurassic Fart. (laughs) No, seriously, if they were like Gav. Look how happy you are. That's little shaking your head at me. Uh, like, if they rang and they're like, "Gav, we we want to get you in as the, as the creative director of the next Jurassic 
movie. I'm not even going to give you a hint. Jurassic blank movie. What are you calling it and where are you taking it? Um, Jurassic Forever After. And we're going to go into the multiverse of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the, that's the new hip thing. The kids like the multiverses. They do like their multiverses. So we're going we're gonna to go into the... We're gonna go back Fortnite, to the Fortnite main guy Jonesy will appear in Jurassic Park. The I first just, Jurassic Park film. Yes. And we're going to do... And he will take John Hammond and a raptor. We'll do give them CGI both John Hammond. CGI John Hammond. And he'll give... A raptor, a gun, and a T-Rex. Fuck it. The T-Rex and the raptor yeah. can come. They're the main guys. And John And Hammond. we'll go back in time to and fight Jeff the Nazis. Dinosaurs yes. fighting Nazis. And who's our protagonist? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock. He, no. When they go through time, the dinosaurs get voices, and they're voiced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's Kevin, in the raptor, and Kevin, and Kevin Hart. Hart in the T-Rex. Because that's funny. One's big, one's little. Get it? Did you see the Super Pets trailer? Because yes. they're in that. Oh, God, yeah, I saw that. I, I don't understand where this Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart being a duo has come from. Because they even did it like Hobbs and Shaw. It's like, Kevin Hart's here. You're like, why? Yeah. It's like, oh, because they're buddies. It's like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. There's a thing. I don't like that thing. Stop it. Like, Just stop it, please. I, I kind don't of enjoyed it. it in Jumanji, but... I think I was already sick of it in Jumanji. Because Central Intelligence was what it... Like, was that where it came from? That's Central where it started, and then we had Jumanji, then another Jumanji, then Hobbs and Shaw... And no because it pets. it feels like what they're trying to do is follow the like oh Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman they love each other look at their bromance on <laughs> social media yeah cool and then another social media team are like we need another one look how well Ryan Reynolds is doing his his numbers are up Dwayne Rowe Johnson what about Kevin Hart and Dwayne Rowe Johnson like, I've never spoken to him. it doesn't matter your he, best friend you're big know. he's little you're gonna make fun of each other and you're gonna make a million likes the, ah, the TikToks are gonna go wild. <laughs> But then that brings up an interesting point, is when the Jurassic World movies started, who was the big name that they got in? Like, who was the hot commodity? Chris Pratt. And (laughs) over the course of these three movies, we have watched his career die. I think Chris Pratt's bored of them. Chris Pratt didn't feel like he was... But I also think we're bored of Chris Pratt. Because Chris Pratt, now, like, the character that he plays in this movie is now the character he plays in movies, which is, I am generic... He's less quippy in this. So because we, we, we have Chris he's, Pratt, yeah, we have Chris Pratt Star Lord, we have Chris Pratt Dinosaur Man. Yes, Chris Pratt Dinosaur Man is Star Lord. I agree with less jokes because I mean in the first one he was more or less like a oh the first one he was Star Lord. He was it's like they it's like Chris Pratt was like all right that's me checking out from the Marvel uh, filming guys I'll be back in two days for the next scenes cool went in across the lot. Walked onto the Jurassic World set and was like, hey guys, I'm in. And they're like, all right, are you doing like serious? He's like, no, nah, I, I think I'm just going to keep doing what I was doing across in the Marvel lot. Uh, so quips and shit. I'm just going to do like, I'm the hero, but I also make funny little jokes yeah. about like fucking and now he's and stuff. super serious and a dad. And now he's just like, yeah, he's just like, don't do that. Listen to your father. And then I'm going to make you fall asleep because I'm so boring all the time. The B, again, I know we spoke about it briefly. The B plot of clone girl learning to love herself. Where that all starts when, like, Bryce Dallas Howard is like, you can't cross the bridge because people will see you. And she's like, ah, I'm not even a real human. I don't have a human life. And then Chris Pratt turns up and Bryce Dallas Howard is like, can you go speak to her? And he's like, all right, fine. So they're sitting having family dinner around a fire pit. And she's and they're like, they're all laughing. <laughs> <laughs> they're laughing. <laughs> Life is so great in our white family living in the woods. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard is like, speak to the girl. Chris Pratt's like, all right, hey, you can't cross the bridge. Oh, but I, there's a whole world out there. And he's like, yeah, well, you need to stay safe. He's like, why? Am I not allowed of life? He's like, you're not allowed freedom! And he just shouts it. 
what? <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard gives this look of like, what the fuck? Yeah, are you and doing? then he, she storms off, and then Bryce Dallas Howard is like, I'm going to explain to you. Uh, I'm going to speak to you as a like a, a level to level and explain to you why she's upset. It's like, just speak to the girl about this stuff. You don't need Chris Pratt to do it. If you know all the problems, just have a conversation. Do they ever wrap that up? The whole, or did they just like the rest of the movie? Just go. Oh, I guess we would like each other now, and we're a family. Uh, the girl watches the mum. The girl finds out. I told you. The girl finds out that she actually came from a vagina. Yeah. And then she sees Chris Pratt and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. And Chris Pratt winks at her, and Bryce Dallas Howard smiles. And she's like, when she's getting her hand done up at the end, the emergency. Uh, oh, okay. The emergency yeah, yeah, yeah. is like, give me a minute, and then you can go to your family. And she looks across, and then they look back, and they wink, and she smiles, and she's like, I guess I am a human. And they are my family. And, I, and they are my mum and dad. And in the worst moment, the film, Sam Neill and Laura Dern kiss. And I was just like, oh, no. Was so awkward. Why have you got to try and make a relationship out of these it two characters? It was so weird. When I Alan, like to see Sam Neill kiss. When Laura Dern turns up at the beginning with Alan Grant, and uh, why am I, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry for everyone that knows these people by their actors or their characters, because you I'm get, just chopping and changing. Yeah, you get what you but get. But when, <laughs> when uh, Alan Grant and uh, Ellie Statler turn up, mm. And he's like, oh, I didn't think you were going to be in my tent. And there's a photo, a completely innocuous photo of them just like chumming about. And considering the events of Jurassic Park 1 and 3. They're both in 3, yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't go to the island. She's, she's but with there. And Mark. It's, it's, it's made it very clear that like they're still friends. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm going to hide the photo. And it's like, why? It's not like, it, it's more than understandable that you would have a lifelong connection with someone that you went through hell with. <laughs> Yeah, because like in the first movie, they're pals, and it's it's not really like a well they won't they. It's, no, they're they're pals, they're colleagues. Why are you looking at the glass like that? For? I was just checking what the lines were. Oh, that's quarter pint, half pint. Yeah, because I, I went to an ale festival, and you can either get a half pint or a full pint. Why would you ever get a half pint? Because some things are only sold in half pints because of the buy percentage. two of them. You can do that, yeah. But I didn't. You well, should have. Well, I just drank pints because you know pints, 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 pints. But then in Jurassic Park three, that's going to be an interesting. Just like Laura Dern is married to a guy called Mark and has two kids, and he comes and Samuel comes over for dinner, and it's just a case of like we're pals. Yep. I'm, I know your kids. I like Mark. Seems nice. All this type of stuff. And again, there's no hint of. Well, will they won't. He's like, no, they're they're pretty just mates. And then in this one, it's just like, oh, I have to have sex. I'm so alone. What happened? Please, to, uh, Lord of What happened? Mark's to you the gone kids? excellent. Mark? Fuck oh. me. It didn't work. I just I'll go like to the big secret Grant. base with you. Let's fuck in the locust prison. Oh, it's fucking ah. Another thing didn't make. Neve just reminded me the locust prison when uh, evil Steve Jobs, Tim Coombs guy is like, I'm gonna. You can see Tim Coombs. Tim Cook. Tim Cook. I don't, I'll be Coom. honest, I don't even know who Tim Cook is. I was just copying you. I thought you said Tim Coombs. I'm going to look up Tim Cook. Tim Cook, he's the CEO of Apple. He took over after Steve Jobs died. Tim Cook. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. See, he looks exactly... Oh, that's way better than Steve... It's I, actually him. I told you. That's why I said it. Would you think I was just fucking about? That's insane. Why would they do that? Because that's the new bad guy in movies now is uh, big... Tim Cook rather than Steve Jobs? Well, it's either Elon Musk or Tim Cook are now how you like make your villains and I mean if, if sorry guys if you're like me and you've seen Jurassic World and you're like oh I don't know who Gav's talking about Tim Cook just google him because it's ridiculous how much they've made that guy look exactly like exactly him. like him sorry Tim Cook uh yeah when Tim Cook's like oh you know what my evil plan is not working out BD Wong's turned against me I'm gonna scorched earth set fire to <laughs> set fire and, and get rid of all the evidence step one delete a bunch of files on my personal laptop by dragging them into recycle bins. yes <laughs> That's step one of my 
Tim Cook, exonerate th- myself. This head of a massive tech company doesn't know how to delete files on his laptop. Just, that first step of exonerate himself. Second step, I'm going to set fire to the locust, which he does. And the rain. And the what? Oh, and the rain. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And he sets fire to the locust. And I was like, all right, cool. So all these locusts, the, the, you know, the, the last locust swarm are confined to this little glass room. And he's going to set fire to it. Cool. Sets fire to it. The locusts uh, get on fire. And uh, and then just leave through a open roof top yeah, hatch. Yeah, I don't because I needed to go pee around this. Is this point. the bit you missed? So I saw them catch fire and then go up the vent. Yep. And then come out of the and then they're like in the sky and the characters kind of look over and I went I'm gonna go for a pish like, yeah because this is just the dumb just keeps getting dumber because it, somehow the locusts in the point where they're supposed to get eradicated escape they, which makes. Yeah. No sense. So, so, so yeah, Tim, Tim Cook's, uh, I'm going to press the eradicate locust button, which is fine, but apparently the locust could just fly out the top the yeah. entire fucking time. Yeah, apparently the eradicate locust button is instead the free the burning locusts to then set, set fire. Set fire to them the and then let them park. loose. Yeah. <laughs> and then it starts to burn down the park. And then so all the dinosaurs get called back to the very center for safety, but all of them are there together, so that's not very safe. Which brings us to my, when I was at my peak anger, just out of the movie, brings us back to our cold open. Dinosaur wrestling pit, knife hands dinosaur comes back, well, sorry, no, T-Rex fights the giganto mega megasaurus. Gets knocked out. Gets knocked out by, yeah. There's also, inexplicably, there's also a spotlight that is spinning around and just like lighting up key moments. Yeah. It's not, it's not manned by anyone that I could tell. It's just at random pointing at things at the moment you need it. Like, I don't know if they would like, oh, we need a bit of light here. Let's CGI some light onto these moments. But it, anyway, the T-Rex gets knocked out. Then Knife Hands turns up and the T-Rex and Knife Hands tag team the Gigantonega Megasaurus to death by the T-Rex pushes it onto the Knife Hands. Yeah. It's a Wolverine as dinosaur. The realized spotlight. as the spotlight's like, hey guys, look. Just in case you didn't, you wanted to see this in the horrendously dark, fiery. We did horrendously dark, fiery in the second film. We're doing it again. More fire, more dark. This is the heroes. All the people fly away as the knife hands and the T Rex do they classic Jurassic Park roar. Lightning strikes to light the final scene. Cut. End. Boring human shit. Everyone, let's go. Caboose was like, oh, I'll check and see if there's an end credit scene. I said, no, Caboose. If there is, I don't care. I'm leaving. And I walked out. I am done talking about this film. Peace out. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Meandering Movie Podcast. Uh, we just discussed I kind of Jurassic World. We more or less just randed, shouted. It was a bit madness. Gary is now just gone into the lounge position. So, I mean, Nash, you want to tag in, take over the mic, and we can close this out together? No, okay, she doesn't want to do that. That's fine. So uh, hit us up on any social medias. Go down into the description. There are links for everything. We will be back soon-ish. We'll we'll do Hoodwinked soon at some point because we know we've promised that. Uh, The competition is still going on. So get your celebrity lookalike pictures in and your drawings of us. And I want you to send me sweets. So send me sweets. Email me. Figure out. Try to get me in. I'm out. I told you. I'm done. Okay. So thank so you. Fuck me off. I'm I'm out of energy. I hate it. I hate it. I hate you, Colin Trevorrow. I hate Jurassic Park now. That's what you've done to me. Bye. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, wonderful people. Yeah, you thought the episode was over, but guess what? Gary still had more to say. Uh, I had stopped recording. I'd switched it all off. 
and then Gary started talking again. So I just I turned it back on, and this is just like an extra thing that we picked up from that. Uh, so yeah, enjoy more of Gary. People want to see the shit they remember, and they've just done it with this one. They're like, oh, we'll bring back the fucking three originals. Why wouldn't they bring back the kids? I feel like that's the there's your there's your mind. Bring the two kids back from Jurassic Park and see what they're up to. I just start to record. <laughs> <laughs> How much of it did you get? Not much of it, sadly. I'm going to go through it again. No, it's fine. It's just fucking wild. Bring the kids back, though. For real. Bring the kids back and let them do... I don't know. I, I just think it's... We're in a... Like you said, the genre where it's like, oh, it's a movie about an action film, but it's not Jurassic Park. It's... Ugh. Just change the genre of the film. Give me, like, a PTSD horror film where the kid... Especially now, where the kids are dealing with, like... Apparently, the dinosaurs are on the loose. What, the ones from Jurassic Park? Yeah, they're fucking out. And then the kid has to, like, fend... fend like, Home Alone! Home Alone! Give me Home Alone where the if two kids... bring back the Velociraptors and put them near those kids, because those kids are going to be traumatised for what they went through in the first one yeah. to escape the, the Velociraptors, because you got, you got them, like, screaming and everything, like, and running away. Like, there's a movie right there you can make, but instead it's, let's go back to, I guess, an island of some... A park Another of some island. kind. Another jungle. And the dinosaurs get loose in the park... And then we just do the same thing. Then again. the movie ends with, ah, the dinosaurs are all good now. And then we just do it again and again. It's it's all these franchises from the 80s and 90s now. It's, like, it's your Terminators, it's your Aliens, it's your Predators, it's your Jurassic Park. Bring them back. Bring them all back. Bring everything back. But Lose the original message and bring it back. It's your Star for, Wars as well. pure they're, money. They're, they're all creatively bankrupt. They had one good idea. They can't come up with any more good ideas, so they just do the same thing over and over. And then every so often they go, hey, do you remember these characters from the last one? Well, they're back because that's the only way we're going to get your butts in these seats because Fallen Kingdom, people were just like, Fuck this! It must be. This. I don't know. If it, is it like a, a company-wide thing where it's just like new IPs just don't do as well? Like, because it must be that. It must just be that, like the the diagnostics. It's like anytime we try and introduce a new IP, it doesn't do as well as things that are established. It must be. It must just not be worth the time, cost, and sync to establish a new IP compared to the instant cash grab that is. It's a safer bet. Bring bring back the three. Spend the money getting Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern and Sam Neill in because it will guaranteed make money rather than something new that's an interesting concept. Because you can just that's your trailer right there, which is your your big stinger of these three characters, and they go, and then your, your trailer's like uh, they thought they were done with it, they're back, boom, they're back. Show, shows the three of them, and then it like shows one of them saying one of their lines in the first one. People go, I remember that. I'm gonna pay money. I'm gonna go, I'm see, gonna that. go see that now instead of. Here's a brand new thing you've never seen before. It's yeah. just it's what we talked about. It's, you know hey, what? Um, you're not watching Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, are you? No, no, I, I didn't. Because you're done. Well, I would say as well, don't bother with Miss Marvel. I don't think it's it's absolutely not your cup of tea. Uh, but weirdly, in the latest episode, uh, there's a scene where she's like in a kitchen because there's like a wedding at a mosque, and she goes into the kitchen. It's mm. kind of an industrial looking kitchen, um, because it's for a mosque. Uh, and the bad guys come in, and I said to Hannah, I was like. Why are they doing the Jurassic Park dinosaur scene? And I was like, what? And I was like, this, I, and I swear to God, is the Jurassic Park raptor scene, mm. but with human bad guys chasing Kamala Khan. I'll try and get, we're going to try and get it up on YouTube in a minute because it's mental how close to it it is. I mean, yeah, I feel like the the, the target audience for Miss Marvel aren't going to really yeah. get Jurassic Park. It's a, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a straight reference. It's just, it's shot, lit, and feels exactly the same. Okay, maybe whoever made it just loves Jurassic Park. I want to try and do my <laughs> Jurassic Park. Skyscraper. Skyscraper. Uh, I- itis. 
Well, this is the second ending to the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to have done like a beep, an explanation, then this. Yeah. We're, are you done? Have you got anything else? I think I'm, out. I think I'm tapped. Okay. I, hate, I hated it. I mean, did you like the first three Jurassic Park movies? Uh, to my memory. And then didn't like any of the Jurassic World movies. I didn't mind Jurassic World 1 and 2. But this I hated. You, I, yeah. I hated it. it I, didn't feel, I didn't hate it just because I was so... You was just ready. ready I was already done. Like after Jurassic World, I'm like, cool. I'm done. And then Fallen Kingdom, I'm just like, eh. And then this, I'm just like... I just pat, I sat there. It kind of like with Rise of Skywalker when we talked about that. Mm. You came out hot. And I came out like... <laughs> I mean, I, I was done long ago. <laughs> it's the difference between us, Gav. I maintain hope. I go into I go into every I go into every one of these things with a little a little iota of hope, thinking, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this, I'm gonna give it, it I'm gonna watch it on its own merits, and I'm just battered. Whereas you do the smart thing, which is go in and fully expecting it to be the same shit they shovel out as they have done for the last four films. Like we're both old at this point. We've been doing this for a long time. I know. Time. In the film, when it was like thirty decades, uh, thirty the, decades ago, no, the, three decades three ago, decades thirty ago. decades, three centuries. Yeah, the like, Jurassic. Yeah. <laughs> There's your next film. It's set three hundred years in the future. Dinosaurs in space. Jason X. This bad. It's boy. gonna be dinosaurs with like they'll have like. No, we're not doing this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're old now. They've just been doing this for a long time. It's the same with all these franchises. Uh, like Star Wars is dead. Jurassic is dead. Terminator's dead. Soon Marvel will be like all these big franchises that we watched when we were young are dead, and soon I will be. This has been the Meandering Movie Podcast. I feel grim now because there's nothing left in life for me to look forward to. Sorry, Nas. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, everyone. <laughs> I've been Gary. Thanks for listening. I'm on Twitch. Twitch.tv. Twitch.com forward slash Guario. G W A R I O. Jurassic Park. I'm just Gavin. Dinosaurs. Give me your best dinosaur roar. Roar. No, go on. Give it an actual try. No, I'm not going to. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear?